Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Hello, everybody out there. Thank you for tuning in to episode 62 of the Millennial Economics Podcast. Um, Get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way as usual. You guys are used to it. But if you are new to the podcast, we have tons of new listeners, like a lot of new listeners, and it's super cool, um, that started listening within the past few weeks. Um, I would ask you if you've learned anything so far, um, if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy listening to me and what we talk about here, um, to go to your platform. Most of you are listening on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll start with Spotify. There's not a way as of now to write a review on Spotify, but you can subscribe to the podcast so you get notifications of when there's new episodes. That also helps the algorithms on those platforms populate millennial economics when people are searching for something like personal finance podcast. Okay, so that's huge. It just helps us get the word out to new folks. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can absolutely write a review. I would, I would um, greatly ask, I guess, is the right word, um, but it would just it would do us a solid, and for the same reasons, um, it helps populate this podcast when people are searching for things that we talk about um, on Apple Podcasts. So we'll kind of get that out of the way, or that's out of the way. We're going to dive right into the episode. So we're going to do another Answering Reddit episode here. Um, so we're just going to, yeah, dive right in. This one's a little bit longer, so bear with me. Um, the title of the post is, Bought a Car with 21.19% Interest Rate. Ooh, that's, that's a lot for a car. All right, and the article says, As the title states, I bought a car four months ago at 19 years old, currently 20, financed through Westlake Financial Services with an awful 21.19% interest rate. Amount financed was $20,476 and the term 66 months. I didn't have credit and needed a car. Four months later, I realized I had made a huge mistake. Monthly payment amount, $532. How do I get out of this? My idea is to pay off the loan as fast as possible, putting in an extra $2,000 a month. I was thinking about refinancing too, but I don't know how to and my credit score is 634 according to Credit Karma and 641 according to Chase. I have two credit cards, one secured from Capital One and one unsecured from Chase Freedom Unlimited. I make $15 an hour and getting $700 to $900 a week. Expenses, $280 gas monthly, moving in a month so gas goes up or so gas will be significantly reduced. $180 medication monthly. I have scars, but thinking about cutting it and deal with them later. That's interesting. Um, two, I didn't catch that the first time I read it. Um, $200 insurance for the car. I'm only 20 and they're killing me. Thinking about finding a better quote. I'm in my family plan and around $100 a week on food that I spend with my girlfriend. I'm moving soon so I won't spend as much anymore for a few months. I didn't go for any crazy car. I bought a used 2017 Honda Civic sedan. Um, I, uh, sedan EX, excuse me, with 70, 67,000 miles on it, currently 73 because I drive a lot, um, going to work. How do I approach this? If I pay an extra $2,000 a month, how long will it take me to get rid of this car loan and finally own this car? I'm not giving up on it. So selling it is not a choice. I really need a car. And here's one of the edits he made edit. So I called a credit union, which had good reviews 
and they pulled my credit and told me I qualify for a 15% interest rate. So that's way better than 21.19. Since my credit is too new and is not yet six months old, they can't see a credit score. I'm sending all documents required and they will give me a final answer. Here's another edit. So edit number two. I work as a mechanic assistant with my stepfather. He makes really good money and someday I will make as much. My boss said I will be getting a raise every six months, so I hope things get better. But in the meantime, I will stick to the $2,000 a month extra and keep this post updated for those who want to know if I succeeded or not. I'm calling today to make sure the extra payment is going toward principal. Okay, that's it. So there are a lot of things here to address. Um, first, I would, if, if I was giving advice to this person, which I don't give financial advice because I'm not a financial professional, but if this was me, I should say, what I would first get to the bottom of is what caused me to make this decision in the first place, okay? Because it's not a great situation. It's not the end of the world because he's feeling or she is feeling uh, that this was a mistake, and that's good. That's good because we can learn from this moving forward in our life. I have made bad financial decisions when it comes to vehicles early in my financial journey as well. I bought a $23,000 Ford Explorer when I wasn't making much money and had two kids with a stay-at-home wife. It was terrible. I did not have a 21.19% interest rate. Um, I had some decent credit built, but um, it was not a great interest rate. <laughs> I didn't have a lot of credit built. So the first step is kind of digging into the psychology of why we made this decision. If you have $2,000 extra a month, why didn't you just save for two to three months and buy a $6,000 car, which you absolutely can do, that won't be a complete junker? I've driven $1,000 cars before for a long time, okay? So spending $6,000 and just waiting three months um, is something completely logical and completely would be, you'd be out of the situation. You'd have a car that I would imagine would be semi-reliable and you would have no debt whatsoever, right? So, or maybe you have credit card debt. I'm not sure. You said you have a couple credit cards. I'm not sure if you're pay, if those are paid off, but I'm just going to say that they are because you didn't add it to this equation. So the first thing would be, why did I feel the need to buy a 20 some odd, what did he say? I think it was 20. 20, I'm browsing, I'm browsing. I can't find it here. A 20-something thousand dollar car. 20,000, okay, $20,476,000. Especially at an interest rate of 21% when you knew that. You should have ran out the freaking door. But you did it. So figure out why you did it. And then learn from that. If it was because you like driving fun cars, that's fine. But find a car that would be fun that's affordable, that you can buy with cash at this point in your life, and then save up to where you can either put a fat down payment on a car in the future when you're investing and you have an emergency fund and all these things, or you can buy a fun car for cash. That's kind of the in-between. That's not really what you want, but you have perspective that you're still young and that you know later down the road, you're going to buy something that you really want to drive. As Dave Ramsey would say, you live like no one else, so you can live like no one else, right? So that's a general principle. Um, if you know me, I don't adhere to everything that Dave Ramsey says, but the, the basic principle there is delayed gratification, and that is something that you have to learn if you're going to be uh, financially fit, if you're going to have good money habits, okay? So get down to the psychology of why you made the decision. Um, we are going to get, and I'm, I'm incorporating um, a few ads in the, in the podcast here. We're going to take a short break. You're going to hear a little bit about um, our sponsor for the episode, and then we are going to get right back into um, talking about this car situation. 
Hello, kind people, podcasters. I don't know if that's a word or not, but we are rolling with it. I wanted to tell you a little bit about acorns today. And if you've listened to the podcast, you know my passion for acorns is strong um, because I truly believe it's a great platform and I use it personally. Um, so I can tell you over the past four years, Acorns has been an incredible asset to me in my investing. It's where I learned about investing and dividends and compound interest. Um, and again, I still use it to this day. Um, it is a platform that is absolutely fantastic, fantastic for people that are new to investing. Again, I'm not new to investing, somewhat new. I still use it, but for those of you who are looking to start investing or are looking for an easy platform to start investing, I can't recommend Acorns enough. It has two great features among many, but I'll just touch on a few here, the two that I particularly use. Number one is the roundup feature. So when you open your Acorns account, you can actually link one of your cards, credit card or debit card, to the account Acorns will round up each transaction that you make with that card and invest the spare change into your investment account there with Acorns. How cool is that? If you're looking to do something that's automated, that's going to force you to invest every time you spend your money, this is a great feature. I have used it. Um, it's, it's phenomenal. The second feature, which I use far more, is just the recurring investments. You can set a specific dollar amount and a specific day of the week or a specific day of the month or time of the month to automatically invest money. If you listen to the previous podcast and you listen to my story about um, how I started investing, or not my previous podcast, but one of my podcasts before, about how I started investing. I downloaded Acorns and I started investing $5 every Friday. And it wasn't a lot, but over the months and months, and me even forgetting that money was going in there, I learned about compound interest and I learned about what dividends were. So you can start off small and now I use that same recurring feature just with a little bit more money, but I do it every week. Um, so if you're interested in Acorns um, and the many services that they provide, um, so not only roundups, not only recurring investments, but um, retirement accounts and accounts for your kids, um, tons of things. Um, I, I can't recommend Acorns enough. There is a link down in the show notes. If you use that link, my referral link, you're going to get $5 added to your account um, at no charge to you. No charge. You don't have to even put any money into that account to access that $5. It's absolutely free money. So if you are interested in that and learning more about Acorns and trying it out for yourself, go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will get $5 added to your account. Um, that is all that I'll talk about this, but you'll probably hear me talk about it more in the show. Um, but here is back to the episode. All right. So thank you for sticking with us here. So let's dig in after kind of um, going over, I, I should say, thinking about the... Um, the psychology behind why the the decision was made, I actually very much disagree with the execution plan that this person is putting forth. I would not recommend throwing $2,000 extra at this vehicle um, to have a $23,000 car um, when you make the money that you do. I think you said you make $15 an hour. Okay, that's absurd to me, and I'm a car person. Uh, having that much of your monthly margin tied up in this paying off this vehicle and then having that much of your net worth tied up in a car that's going to depreciate every year, especially since you drive a lot, I think is foolish at this stage in your life. A $23,000 car is not always foolish, 
but you have to make early decisions so that you can make the purchase when it's not foolish. And then it's just the whole purchase is just more enjoyable because right now you're not even enjoying the car. You bought this car that you thought you'd want and it's turned into this burden. I mean, you can't even enjoy it. You can't even enjoy it. So what I would recommend doing is figuring out what your car is worth. In this market, maybe the car is worth more than you think. Okay, this post was uh, posted yesterday, it looks like. Um, and we are in August of 2021. And the used car market's absolutely insane, specifically for cars like a Honda Civic, I would imagine. So I would see what the car is worth and see if you can sell it. And maybe you're even able to break even, I'm not sure. But if you aren't, you can use some of that monthly margin. Sounds like you have about $2,000 a month in margin and use that margin to pay off your loan completely. So sell the car and then throw in maybe a couple thousand dollars, maybe save up for a month and throw a couple thousand dollars to get rid of the car, okay? Maybe you push this out a little bit. So maybe you push this out to a four-month plan or you, the first month you save up your money that you're going to throw in to make your debts even, right? So you're going to sell the car and then you're going to throw in $2,000 to get rid of that loan with, uh, what was it, Westlake, okay? And then the other three months, you're going to stash up cash to purchase a car that's, about, that's worth maybe $6,000. I don't know what the number is. Maybe you do four months for $8,000. Maybe you do two months for $4,000. It's, it's totally up to you. But save up an amount where you can buy a decent car that's not going to break down in a year or six months, right? And buy a car for cash. This resolves your situation in like four months. And then what I would recommend doing is developing a plan of saving and investing so save up your emergency fund, like check all the boxes, save up your emergency fund, start investing, you know, and set a goal for yourself that you're going to buy a car that's cooler than that in two to three years. You know, you said you are 20 years old, so there's going to be some big decisions coming your way, I would imagine relatively soon. You know, maybe you decide in, in four years you want to buy a house. Uh, all of these things are things that you want to set goals for yourself with. Start allocating your money to align yourself with those goals, right? So saving up money maybe for a down payment. Start investing because your money now is going to be worth more than if you start investing even in five years. It makes a tremendous amount of difference. So start investing and learning, learning about investing. Um, I don't recommend any specific funds to invest in, um, but I personally invest almost solely into ETFs and index funds, broadly diversified funds um, that mimic the market, the S&P typically for me. Um, and even before all of this, make a budget and stick to it. So align your goals, figure out what you're going to have coming. Um, start allocating money toward an emergency fund after you have that. An emergency fund, I, I align right with Dave Ramsey. I think it should be three to six months worth of your expenses, which isn't a lot at this point in your life. Okay, so that shouldn't take you long. Then start saving for the goals and then start investing for your future. And maybe one of your goals is to purchase this car, but you can actually purchase it the right way in like a year. Your expenses are so low, you have a good amount of margin every month. So maybe in a year, you go out and buy a car that you probably even like better, and you have a very, very, very small loan or no loan at all because you bought it with cash. And all throughout this while, you are doing things like saving and investing. Um, so that's what I would do. Um, I would not put $2,000... I would not allocate $2,000 a month to pay this car off so that you can have a ridiculously expensive car for your income. I wouldn't do it. 
So that's all that we're going to talk about today. Thank you all for sticking with me on episode 62, and we will talk very soon.